Don't you turn against me. I felt a great disturbance in the force, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. You thunder against me! You have done that yourself! Release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. Hello, and welcome to Who Shot First, a Star Wars controversy podcast, your one-stop shop for all controversies that have plagued the Star Wars universe. I'm your host, Alex Hall. And I'm your other host, Ethan Tobin. And today we get to talk about everyone's favorite topic, midi-chlorians. Boo. No, not a fan, I, I hear. <laughs> we got I our not. not a fan. No. Uh, so we are wrapping up our three-part controversy on the wonderful prequel Phantom Menace. We That's did right. A, we did a Phantom Menace in general. Then we did, last time we did Jar Jar Binks. Yep. And now we get to talk about midi-chlorians. That's right. Uh, a perfect, a perfect uh, cap to the Phantom Menace discussion. Yes. Controversy. Oh, yes. It will be very, very fun. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm ready. You're ready for it. Excellent. That's right. So just a quick overview for everyone at home. Midichlorians are a life form that live inside our cells. Uh, and I will actually let Qui-Gon Jinn explain them. Master, sir, I heard Yoda talking about midichlorians. I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? Midichlorians are a microscopic life form that resides within all living cells. They live inside me. Inside your cells, yes. And we are symbionts with them. Symbionts? Life forms living together for mutual advantage. Without the midichlorians, life could not exist, and we would have no knowledge of the Force. They continually speak to us, telling us the will of the Force. When you learn to quiet your mind, you'll hear them speaking to you. I don't understand. So we get to dive into that. So that, those are basically what they are. They're little microscopic organisms living inside our cells, into the cells right. of Jedi that uh, let them communicate with the Force. So we are going to focus mainly, I think, on the movies, but they are, okay. they, it does dive deeper into the, in the Clone Wars. And we'll talk a little bit about the Clone Wars with that. But go ahead, my friend, and let <laughs> us know where you stand and why. Uh, it just seemed, trying to find the best way now how to, dis how to say this, it just seemed like another thing that, that wasn't necessary and like, I, I just, to think that not just anybody could become a Jedi, that you have to have like a certain concentration of these, you know, tiny little life forms or that, I don't know. It, it's, uh, why don't you, actually, why don't you talk about that first while I kind of like gather my thoughts about gather it. Gather your thoughts? No, yeah. Like yeah, you can, you can I, think about it, no. Words, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just trying to find the best way to like think it out. Across. No, yeah, we can yeah, think it out. Yeah, and yeah. no, you can definitely think it out. Um, I'm gonna not 
I don't want to influence you. So we'll, we can just talk for a little bit, but yeah, no, you can think about, think it out. I'll let you know. Uh, but where, what I found like, and this is, this won't go in the podcast, but, um, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, so right. Go ahead and you can chat. Uh, but yeah. or you can think about what you're, what you're going to write. Okay. Um, Cause like, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Cause basically like he, they were, cause there's so no mention of explanation of, so, okay. So yeah. here's what, here's what I'll do. Okay. So I'm going to explain and I'll do this for you and for the, for those at home. What happened with, the, I'll explain the force as what people sure. know. Okay. So this is what I'm, so <coughs> we get to explain the force in a new hope. It was explained as... The Force is what gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. And that's all that was said about it. It was right, right. something that was in between, that was something that connected all of us. For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it makes it grow its energy surrounds us and binds us luminous beings though we not this crude matter you must feel the force around you here between you me the tree the rock everywhere yes even between the land and the ship. Nothing was said of it, again, of what it was. But anybody could have it. There wasn't a way to be like, you're going to have it, you're not. Then, then in Phantom Menace, George decided to create midi-chlorians. Or at least that's where he for showed midi-chlorians. Right. And that is where he came up with the idea or demonstrated the idea that there are little in I wouldn't say insects, but little things inside your cells right. that help you communicate with the force. Right. And basically saying that you you need these things to connect with the force. And so you can, so if, if these things didn't exist, we would not be able to connect with the force and therefore we would have to, like life couldn't exist because everybody has the force. It's just a matter of how much you have is the argument. Okay. So. That's a good refresher of the explanation in A New Hope. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Cause right. It, 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 to me, Metachlorians made it, less spiritual it made it it made it less about less faith-based maybe and more of just you know scientific uh, yeah well exactly you know you it's it's sort of like putting your faith in the force but now there's a way just to tell whether that's even worth it or not because you know if when they say you know may the force be with you and stuff it uh to me that it carries less weight knowing that there's sort of this predetermined amount of force in everybody that I, it just, I don't like the, the restraint that it puts on that sort of idea. Yeah. That I can't be as in tuned with the force 
as I as I want or as I wish I could be, because of these because of this concentration of microorganisms inside of me, determines that that that's not possible, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. No, because I I will say, I'm not a big fan of midichlorians. I personally don't like them, but I'm seeing as with a lot of these topics that I've noticed is like I'm seeing the. My, my girlfriend helps me a lot with this in that, like, I see the merits of one side of like, okay, that's an interesting merit there. I, I so I'm not, if you like the midichlorians, I'm not mad. I'm not entirely excited that they're there, but right. I, I understand the, the big reason that I was not a, for them. And for me, it was very much, I would agree with the spirituality of or at, at first it was just like, I wanted to be a Jedi when I was a kid. Like yeah. I wanted to be a Jedi. And with that like brief basic explanation in a new hope of it's a energy field that binds us and binds us together. Like anybody could have it. There was no, you have it. You don't, it was like, you, you never knew. You didn't know how you knew. So like, I was definitely that kid who sat at the, at the traffic light and was like, change and it changed sometimes you're like yeah I'm a, i've got the floors like and it was just like it it created yeah. the idea that anybody could be a jedi in my opinion absolutely and so with my my dislike for it came when they yep we can we can check your blood it's not this but when i when i was at my most like hatred of it it's like yeah it's like the force is a blood disease like they can just check the blood and <laughs> And you're like, cool. Like that doesn't sound like fun or spiritual in any way. Right. Right. And so it's just like, well, what's the, what's the point? So that was my big problem with it. I just, I just, I still, I very much believe in the force and I think it's a, I actually think it's a real thing. And so that's the spirituality of myself. And so yeah. I really enjoy the spirituality of star Wars and the, and the force itself. Yeah. But, but creating that it's a it's something in your blood that not everybody can have, and you can just test it. And you're like, okay, you don't have it. Too bad. And right, it's too not, bad. It's not like there's faith of like I have faith that I have it, and I can I can do things. That's to me where it's like size matters not. To me, that kind of goes away with that because it talks about how oh. Anakin Skywalker has more midi-chlorians than any Jedi ever. And you're like, right. even higher than, than Obi or than, than Yoda. And so you're like, okay, then he has to be the most powerful Jedi ever. And it's like, I thought you became a powerful Jedi through training and, and like faith discipline and, and discipline and everything, not just yeah. an automatic knowledge. And yep. everything. I'm, I'm already right. I've already been predetermined to be like crazy powerful, no matter what. <laughs> right. And so, and I mean, yeah. like I, I'm okay with predetermining and stuff like that. Like I understand that there there's prophecies and they want, and that's where George wanted to go with it. And that's the best argument I think that I've heard for the midichlorians is it was the only really way for George to show the world, like to show the audience that this guy's special versus just uh, being like, yeah. we all know he's Anakin Skywalker. It's like, I gotta show why he's special. Right. So that's that's the best argument I've heard for it. So, 
yeah. Any other any other quick thoughts on it? I was just gonna mention that uh, I was definitely I, I still to this day you know walk up to the automatic sliding doors and yeah put my hand out. <laughs> I'm 25 years old and I still do that. So no, it's great. Like yeah. It, <laughs> Yes, and, and we'll dive deeper into that stuff with Rise of Skywalker and everything about everybody being a Jedi and all that, but yeah, yeah, that's still a sore spot. Anyway, <laughs> I'll ask you, which would you like to start? Would you like to start with the positives or would you like to start with the negatives? Uh, I guess let's just, we'll just do positives first. Okay, see if we can change your mind beforehand and then I'll switch you back. Yeah, there you go. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Here we go. This is where the fun begins. So a big argument uh, in a defense of the midichlorians is that the midichlorians are not actually the force. Uh, the, it is a connection between the living and the cosmic force. And this has to do with, with the Clone Wars, because the Clone Wars talked a lot about the living versus the cosmic. Um, right. Instead of it just being all encompassing the force, it's the living versus the cosmic. So, an article, Vulture magazine in 2017, Defense of Midichlorians, says that in no way means midichlorians are the force, just that they help connect us to it. The force is still vaguely de defined, allowing you to map whatever meaning you want onto it. It just so happens that there might be little creatures that help us become more sensitive to it and some people have more of them than others. Ask yourself, how different is it from our other notions of the Jedi? It had already been established that there are people who are somehow born with greater sensitivity to the Force, meaning we already accepted the idea that the Force as a birthright reserved for a chosen few, fundamentally different from the rest of us. Is it that big of a leap to say that their difference shows up in biology too? So, yeah, you know, I can see that. Do they talk about, you know, offhand if they talk about like the living force and stuff during the, uh, like the Mortis arc? Yes, that's cosmic. That's, that's cosmic force. That is. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Mortis, Mortis arc is, is about the cosmic force. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, but, the argument is, yeah. that's a tough argument for me because I don't necessarily think that we think that everybody, that Jedi are, they are, it, I don't view the force as a birthright reserved for a chosen few. Yeah. Personally, personally. But like, I, I can see that argument of like, yeah, they're better and they have, they're stronger and they have that connection. I so, suppose, right. And so it's a, it's a valid argument. I would agree with that a little bit. George Lucas actually says in the 2005 interview, it means that between the force, which is sort of a life force, and reality, the connectors between these two things are what we call midichlorians. They're kind of based on mitochondria, which are a completely different species, a different animal that live inside every single cell and allow it to live, allow it to reproduce, allow life to exist. They also, in their own way, communicate with the force itself. The more you have, the more your cells are able to speak intuitively to the force itself and use the powers of the force. So that's George explaining midichlorians. Okay, you know, I, I guess, you know, it, you know, it can make sense, sure. 
It makes yep. sense that you can see how how right he would need he would need to use you know something like that to help explain Anakin's significance to have that sort of prophecy. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just something. It's just something about it that still just it still just kind of just seems unnecessary to me. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. like you can. You know, I, I hear the arguments, and I, it's not that like they don't make sense. It just, it just doesn't seem. Oh, we're not done. We've got a lot more. Oh, okay. No, I know. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> yes. I actually found like a whole blog post that explained why midi chlorians matter. Okay. <laughs> so it was a very interesting read. Yeah. And it's uh, it's called. The Star Wars Heresies, and it's at Blogspot, and it'll be in the show notes. But basically, so he says, very clearly, the film states that without midichlorians, we would have no knowledge of the Force. At no point does anyone say, without midichlorians, the Force would not exist. Only no one would be connected to it. Likewise, the midichlorians speak to the Jedi, telling them the will of the Force. If the Force and the midichlorians were the same thing, Qui-Gon would have said they tell us their will, as in the possessive. Contrary to popular understanding, not every spirituality has to be predicated on, on an internal war between religion and science, much less spirit and matter. This is a cultural oddity that Lucas is clearly trying to rectify with his inclusion of midichlorians. Like neural pathways in the brain, the midichlorians are conduits, the bridge connecting spirit and flesh to create a greater whole. Clearly, there has to be some kind of biological component at work, which is why the force is inherited, or at least stronger in certain families than others. The only reason anyone knows that the force spirit is because midichlorians matter. To object to midichlorians is really to object to force users themselves since the former is merely a microscopic view of the latter. Or to put it another way, as the Jedi can contact, communicate, and use the Force in the larger body of the galaxy, so midichlorians channel and use the Force in the larger body of the Jedi. It also introduces a crucial element to Star Wars mythology. The Jedi aren't that trustworthy, even if they're not being maliciously deceptive. So... Okay. Basically, there he's he's arguing that George consciously made a decision, which I'm not. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with him. That George was making the conscious decision to try to con- connect spirituality and science, because as we know and we live in today, spirituality and science don't often go together. No, certainly not. So his argument is that that's what. George was trying to do is show that you can have both spirituality and science together. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I can see that. I just still don't like it. <laughs> still don't like it. Okay. All still right. Still don't like it. Still don't like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so here's here's one that might not necessarily change a lot, but I like this argument. I actually like this argument. First of all, living beings generate the living force. 
which is in turn powers the wellspring that is the cosmic force. All the energy from the living force, from all things that have ever lived, feeds into the cosmic force, binding everything and communicating to us through the midichlorians. The midichlorians connects the living force and the cosmic force. That's yep. from Clone Wars. That's yep. explaining everything. That's from Clone Wars. The other, the, the main argument is that this is the reason the midichlorians become important is it is an indication Jedi have strayed from the feeling and lean too hard into the science. So this is a, a way that they have, they have strayed from the true Jedi way. This is according to the same Slate article that I re earlier read about the defense of midichlorians. It states, okay. maybe midichlorians are as stupid an explanation of the force as their real world critics say they are. What if high midichlorian counts had a loose correlation to force sensitivity, but weren't actual causes of it? And the Jedi just misinterpreted their data. What if this was something like medieval doctors rambling on for centuries about humors and leeches, a full scientific delusion that was wholeheartedly embraced by a guild of people who loved to preach their own greatness to the Hoya Poili? Perhaps the Jedi had thonged themselves into utter stupidity on an array of matters. Midichlorians were just one manifestation of their high-minded idiocy. From that point of view, the prequels are a tragedy about well-intentioned intellectuals whose myopic condensation led them onto a path of war and self-immolation. Wow, I like that. I always have kind of thought of the, the prequels as more of a tragedy than, than not. Um, right. But that really just kind of, what you just read really kind of made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Uh, totally. This, the idea that you can right, stray from, from your original beliefs or lose your way is, is something that I, I like, yeah. you know. So that's, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, no, go ahead. That's, that's kind of where I've, I've come to understand and sort of accept, sort of, uh, accept yeah. the midichlorians. Most people like that argument, I actually really like, but most people I talk to about midichlorians, they talk about it being science and the, most people who don't have a problem with midichlorians talk about it being science. And they're like, oh, they've gone too scientific instead of spiritual, and that's the problem. I actually, I, and I, I am okay with that argument, not super enthused with it, but with that one that I just read from Slate, I actually like that argument because yeah. it compares of like midichlorians don't actually, might not actually matter. They just, it might be just something that we think matters and the Jedi thought matters, and that's why they're not mentioned in the entire original trilogy because we found out they don't matter yeah. so see right so that's a that's a cool thought right so. now my only problem and i and i say like my only issue with that theory and and the kind of stuff that i i think about with with star wars in general yeah is that you have to figure this stuff out on your own and like you have to <laughs> right. make your own canon about this yeah and, uh, and <laughs> to me, and everyone, 
and I'll say this is just a minor tangent of like there are a lot of people who are just like, oh my gosh, George saw all of this. They 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 he planned oh. every piece of this. And I'm just like, there's no way he did. Like he had one vision that sure. you fought that we all that that we all saw and yep. we can think up things that are really cool and we're like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like and we'll yeah. get into it more about the Padme dying scene. Because there's a whole theory on that that I I can't oh. understand, um, but we'll get that in in of like and it's the oh George thought all of this and you can headcanon your way <coughs> to it, but it doesn't make sense unless you headcanon your way to it. Yeah, and so that's my little tangent on like I like headcanning, and I'm and I'm fine with that. But it's just like when everyone's like oh my gosh George had this all planned out. It's just so cool. And I'm like no he didn't. There's no way. No. Yeah. Yeah. No way. So, so uh, my last good thing about it, article from 2019 actually on Fansided uh, called Star Wars Midichlorians Explained states that midichlorians are deeply important to the Star Wars story precisely because they make no sense. It forces us to question our interpretation of something we thought we, uh, we've understood for years yet have only scratched the surface of what it all means. At its core, midichlorians are identical to the essence of Star Wars, a mindless distraction from the larger point, but dig a little deeper and you'll start to look at things from a different prism. Yeah. yeah. Similar in that other thought of like, it's distracting and it's, right. it's just seeing the smaller piece of it. Right. All right. Are you ready for the bad? <laughs> yes. I will okay. say though that my uh, that my my mind has been briefly altered uh, a bit. Altered. Yes, that's a good altered. Word. So you you again I think I think I brought you more towards the middle with me of yes. that like you can there again you have to headcanon it. Like but you can say I can accept them in the universe if I headcanon them this way. Yeah. Right. Yep. like yes so it's like it's not terrible that they're there but i have to head cannon them in a certain way yep i got a bad feeling about this so according to the chicago tribune's carlton cuse <clears throat> oh the chicago tribune Car okay. chicago <laughs> tribune he states that the midichlorians remove religion for science one word ruined star wars for me and probably for a generation of fans too. That word wasn't Jar Jar or Watto. It wasn't a character. It was midichlorians. <laughs> With that one word, the mechanisms of the force became less spiritual and more scientific. Major bummer. Never once did anyone ever say to me or did it occur to me to say, what is the force exactly? Trawl the message boards and you'll find blunter assessments. As a user on the Ars Technica forum put it, Star Wars, the force is a myth mystical energy equals fantasy. Star Wars, the force is caused by midichlorians equals FU. <laughs> I mean, mystery exists in life and we kind of always do go back to midichlorians. To the midichlorians example, your understanding 
the force was not aided by knowing that there were little particles swimming around in the bloodstreams of Jedi. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, again, just like that, it, it, it doesn't, that's a perfect summary of, 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 how, of how, what I was trying to, to say earlier at the beginning, yep. you know, of just, yeah, it's, you take the mystery out of it. Not everything has to be explained in perfect detail. Just let it be. Let the mystery stay, you know? That's part of the reason, you know, you become a Jedi is to learn and understand about the Force. And when you know, like, the major part of it, love, hmm, it's created or at least spoken through tiny organisms, yeah, it just takes, it takes you out of it. <laughs> that was that's, that's big. Yeah, no. There, I mean, that's that's my biggest problem with it. Is it takes the mystery out of it? Like again, like nobody asked what was the force. You just knew it. You're just like it's some kind of it's an energy field, and yeah, like that was all you needed for the entire original trilogy. You didn't right. need to explain it. Now, I will say there is a large argument, and so back I. I might have to edit this backwards, but we'll see. But the there is the argument that like, a lot of people were like, well, why did he do this now? There is evidence in like earlier scripts and other stuff that George Lucas did create midi-chlorians back in 1977. So it's not okay. something that he just made up. <laughs> just made up. It's something he's had in his brain for the whole time and just didn't explain it. And the, the question becomes like, why did we need to be explained? Right. So the next biggest argument, uh, there's two more like big arguments because I'm not going super deep into the anger on midi clients because we both are not super into it. And right. there's a lot more of that out there than there is support for them. But sure, I want to uh, just do the main things. And the biggest, second biggest one is it muddies the waters. Hmm. So making it not like, cause we didn't really need to explain the force, but now that we've explained it, it now still doesn't make sense because he's, he's, he's muddied the waters make us, now we actually think like, so what is it? So according to Gizmodo did uh, an article called the real problem with midichlorians states, but midichlorians actually contradict its explanation. All of a sudden, instead of there being an energy field that binds the galaxy together, there are little microscopic life forms inside of the Jedi, allowing them to do what? What do the microscopic entities have to do with the, the galaxy-wide life force? Are they like symbiotes that allow you to connect to the energy field? If the force is in every living thing, then why do only some people have midichlorians? Does the dark side of the force have different flavored midi-chlorians than the light side? <laughs> and they're not an explanation you can build on, which is even worse. You can build a whole architecture on top of an energy field that connects all living things. And the original trilogy did quite well. But you can't build on top of microscopic critters in the blood. Yeah, another good point, you know? When you add something so absolute, I guess is that yep. as of uh, there's critters in the blood 
then right, there's no wiggle room, you know, there's no, uh, it's just, you, you, you basically set, it just restricts you. Yes, it no, it, so it limits much. your images. It limits yes. your own imagination. Exactly. That, and I'll say that's where I, I struggle with them is because yeah. I'll say, cause, and this is where I might get people like, like some kind of hate or whatever. A lot of people ex like get mad or they say like, well, the Clone Wars explains midi-chlorians. And I don't yeah. necessarily disagree with that. But my problem with that is why introduce this into the movies when you don't explain it in the movies? Not everybody's going to watch the Clone Wars. Right. Like, they're just not. And so yeah. you, you, so the fan, and there, there are like hardcore fans that are not going to watch the Clone Wars. And so like to say yeah. that you're not a true fan for not watching the Clone Wars, I think is, is ridiculous. But like to say like, the only way it makes sense is through the Clone Wars. It, that to me just doesn't make sense. It's like you are limiting, you're creating something that can limit everybody else. And you're saying you have to go do your homework. You have to go investigate elsewhere. Or you uh, have to listen to George Lucas's interviews because he explains right. it. He's like, "Oh, it's a, it's a connection with the cosmic and the the spiritual." And I'm like, "I understand that, which is great for you, George." Cosmic and living force are never mentioned in the in the, in the trilogy, in the prequel trilogy, in the, in no, the movies. Right. They're never mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're like, "What is this connection to anything?" Like, and I, I really like the connection of co the difference between cosmic and living force i like it right. I, I mean i enjoy that part, aspect of the animation and everything but like it just you're just like you're limiting you're like you have to watch this to understand the movies yeah and you're just like that that doesn't make sense you're you're asking people to do too much work to understand right. a, like one line that just can to some people ruin a movie and ruin a series yes. of like Absolutely. so that's my argument on it. Yeah, I I would agree with that too. And that's, you know, that's one of the reasons, you know, the uh like with the Marvel movies too, yep. you have to you have to see every other Marvel movie in order for the one you're seeing currently to make hundred percent sense. Yep. Yeah, so I, I I totally agree with the idea that you shouldn't have to have to see every single tiny piece of Star Wars lore in order to have an understanding or you know, enjoyment of it right so because yeah. i mean there's different levels of fans there's different things like some people just don't like tv shows and right. like i'll go into this a little later but like the big argument is home wars is for kids <laughs> so yeah so if you want that like that's totally fine and i and i and i'll i'll accept that argument home wars is for kids so then don't expect older people like older adults to watch that show for an explanation right. of something that they that they want they don't understand it and like you i right. want an explanation you're like well watch the clone wars well i don't like the clone wars well it's a kid's show well which is it it's, yeah you, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. expect them to, to watch it if it's like i don't like it i don't like that double argument because people they're like right. So, but we'll get into that a little more because that will come after uh, Attack of the Clones. We'll, we'll get yeah. into the Clone Wars um, arguments, but 
Yes. And there is another, ooh, there's another piece that CBR.com actually brings it up. And he explained, they, they explained, there's a reason that Star Wars explains what the Force is the very first time we hear about its existence. It's part of the setup. We're not supposed to sit around wondering what the Force is, except to the extent that we see it. See Luke learning how to use it. Luke's lessons in the Force are our way into understanding its subtleties. But the overarching question of what is the Force? We know that from square one. Turning this ineffable and vaguely spiritual energy into a bunch of tiny creatures that whisper the universe's secrets to special people was seen as weird at best and a nonsensical cop-out that ruined everything at worst. So that one, that's going yeah. along on the same lines of it just, it right. doesn't. It's a cop. Yeah. yeah. It's a cop-out. It doesn't explain things really well. And so, yeah. yeah. Right. And this, this is leaving well enough alone. And I will say that this is from the same CBR article, but this is George Lucas talking about the wills. The and wills? I don't know how much the wills. I don't know if you know what you know about the wills. They are basically like the originally it was the will, like the will of the force is oh, wills oh. is an actual. Yeah. They, they were actually beings that like. Oh. They were actually, and they oversaw, this is George's original idea, that he, they oversaw, like, the entire galaxy and everything. Uh, okay. So I'll let him explain that, and I'll go into a little bit of detail, but the wills are the ones who actually control the universe. They feed off the force. Life forms, meanwhile, be they Jedi or Sith, or bounty hunters, or mechanics, or simply vehicles for the wills to travel around in. And the conduit is the midichlorians. The midichlorians are the ones that communicate with the wills. The wills, in a general sense, they are the force. So okay. basically he's saying there is, the force isn't anything. The force right. isn't an it's, energy field. It's, it's, it's a, a bunch being. of people. It's a beings. It's a, yeah. Uh. So, and... Also, I know that, uh, and this again could totally be hearsay, but I'm pretty sure that George actually said it, that if he had done the, the, the sequel trilogy, he would have focused, his sequel trilogy would have focused on the wills. And we, he would have wow. gone more micro, microscopic and like gone into that. So while we didn't get the best <sighs> sequel trilogy, I personally think it's better than that. So uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my opinion. Oh like, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so George. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna be <laughs> a very fun guy to talk about. But anyway, uh, um any ha, how have how is your opinions on anything? Anything changed? Well I will I will say that I, I you know I can see now how they can they they can serve a purpose, you know, from, yep. they do have a purpose. Um, and I, I can see how that does improve some, some areas and aspects 
of you know the the prequels and stuff and and the Star Wars universe in general. But I still think I am in the camp of still not not necessary. You know, I, yeah. it uh, it it just you're putting you're putting the restraint on on people's imagination and and you're confining them to this fact and there's no other way there's no other uh discussion there's no other debate it, this is this is how the force works and this is what it's caused by and who you know and so that's it and it's like okay well that kind of sucks because it's like well now you know now the mystery is gone and now the it's left me sort of just it was a it's a letdown but yeah. you have to remember this is this is from our second episode where we talked about the 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 re, the 1997 reshoots. It's his movie. It's <laughs> his vision. Yeah. That nobody, is, it's nobody not else. yours. It's not yeah. the fans. It's his. Nope. It's mine. So he can do whatever he wants with it. <sighs> yep. So, but it sounds like I, I pulled <laughs> you more towards the middle, uh, where like yep, you kept a. Not necessarily a benefit, of, but like you're not ups, as upset about them as you were. Yes. The and word so like doesn't you can headcanon them. Yeah. And so like <laughs> you might not, if I bring up midi chlorines, you might not just go, Ugh! but it's Correct. still not a great <laughs> thing. No. So. Exactly. Exactly. Excellent. Yeah. So if you would like to contact us, you may do so through Twitter at who shot one SW pod? That's who shot one SW pod. Or through email at who shot first SW pod at gmail.com. That's who shot first SW pod at gmail.com. And next week, I'm actually doing an interview with my one of my friends, Shamim Mashrafsadeh. And so that will be our next week's episode. But the week after that, or our next next episode after that, will be drum roll, Attack of the Clones. Okay, we have Excellent. finished one prequel. That's right. So get to dive into that wonderfulness. Oh boy, yes, wonderfulness is a great word. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. Please join us next time, and as always, never, never tell, tell us, us the, odds. the odds. Never tell me the odds. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. Oh, really? You're cold? Don't you turn against me. I felt a great disturbance in the Force, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. You're not with me, then you're my enemy. You thunder against me! You have done that yourself! Release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. You were the chosen, chosen, chosen!